This is the truth about ICP. This is one of the most controversial altcoins that we have ever covered. Is this a VC pump and dump? Or is this going to change the way that we use the internet forever? Internet Computer Protocol has one of the most ambitious roadmaps in all of crypto, and we're going to be talking about everything. So make sure to watch to the end. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about ICP. Internet Computer Protocol. This is a project by Definity. It is one of the most hyped up projects in all of crypto. If you look at its chart, it looks like a venture capital pump and dump. Yep. And to me, that's probably one of the biggest reasons the stigma attached to, I mean, just look at the charts down 99%. Yeah, it looks ugly. Is why nobody's really buying it. I mean, it does have a bit of volume, but I mean, for a $2 billion market cap, its recent 24-hour volume when I last looked was at 20 mil. Mm. Not much. Yeah, it's not much. You know, I, I think it, it scares a lot of people off, but after diving into the project and what it is they're attempting to to do with the internet, you know, that, that thin layer that, it's going to bridge the gap between Web 2 and Web 3, the yep. decentralization. There's a lot to this project, and I think it could potentially be an absolute sleeping giant. Yeah, so th there's a lot of good things about the project. There's a lot of potentially controversial things about the a project. There's a lot of ties to FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried. So there's a lot to dive into this episode. So just from the overview, it's the number 40th ranked crypto by market cap. Right now it has a $1.5 billion or $2.5 billion fully diluted market cap. Um, as you said, the chart looks like a massive rug pull. It's down like 98% from its initial launch. And so this is, yeah, it's a bit of a different one because it's founded by the Definity Foundation, right? So it's this guy, Dominic Williams, who started that company. It's a Swiss-based not-for-profit. They might have one of the biggest and most experienced teams of any project in crypto. I think they have like 200 and almost 300 team members. Full-time too, yeah. yeah Full-time researchers, PhDs, scientists with... 1,500 publications, 86,000 citations, and 190 patents. So if you're looking at a project from purely a team and experience perspective, with a lot of money behind them as well, Definity and therefore ICP, you'd have to give them pretty top points for that part. You hop onto their website, and it is so in-depth. Like, for example, one of the points I found really interesting is how they have this um, internet identity, okay? So the internet computer supports a new blockchain authentication system called Internet Identity. This allows users to use their devices as cryptographic passwords. So you'd sign into online services using like facial recognition, fingerprint print center mm. sensors, etc., to access your 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 online wallets and all that via this internet uh, computer protocol that they're designing. Versus, you know, um, typing up your password. Yeah, it's case sensitive easily hackable so they're doing that but if you want to learn about it on their website it's like you click on it and then it brings you to a hundred other different links and it goes so in, in depth and then you can click another link and it's you could spend 
a month on this website. Yeah. So the, the amount of attention and detail that they're doing with that, it makes me think, what are they doing behind the scenes that I don't, I'm not familiar with, and I don't understand coding. What are they doing th- with that if their website's that good? For sure. Like, we, we do these Truth About uh, Crypto series. We talk about tons of projects. We always look at the website. And you can judge a lot about a project off the website. It's like going into a storefront, a retail store. And if it's a really nice retail store, it kind of gives you good vibes about the company, right? Well, an online storefront is your website. And ICP's website, as Josh said, it's, it's tremendous. There's a ton of information, really technical information, but also like nice graphics and it works well, no broken links. So, you know, full marks for the website as well. Um, but, you know, when it talks about what their goal is, right? So you go to the website, it says, we aim to create a blockchain singularity in which every system and service is rebuilt and reimagined using smart contracts and runs entirely from infinite public blockchain without need for traditional IT. So they're, this is, they got big goals. You know, mm. ICP may have the largest vision and goal of almost any crypto project. So, you know, you got to hand it to them. But basically what they're trying to do is replace Facebook, Google, Amazon, Netflix, all these tech giants, Microsoft, with decentralized versions all running on their platform. So, you know, that's going to be tough. It's almost like, are they reaching too far? Yeah. I know, right? Because you have to look at you know, who owns Google, who owns Facebook, who's got the shares. It's BlackRock. Who who does BlackRock have their their hands in the pockets of politicians, etc.? So it's really tough to break something. You know, you get your laptop, uh, you have your computer, and, and Google's pre-programmed on there. You, know, you you hop on and you start searching the web, versus using whatever protocol that these guys are eventually going to implement. And you know how how are you going to change the habit of you know, hopping onto Definities or Internet Computer Protocol. But it is interesting because they are trying to use a decentralized network of nodes to it, that are independent computers which store the information like on our computer, vice versa. Like if uh, a billion people start using it, it becomes decentralized. You can't have a centralized authority controlling the information that you're seeing. You, they're not collecting your data. So there's a lot of incentives for the users of the platform. Yeah, but so then this kind of walks into maybe one of the downsides or critiques of ICP, and it, it kind of reminds me of Hedera in a way. So, yes, in theory, they want this decentralized network with all these nodes and stuff, but right now it's quite centralized mm. because ICP and Definity, they own a large percent and they control a large percent of the nodes. Now, this is because it's still a you know, relatively new project. The token only launched like a year and a half ago. And that you can see in their roadmap, you know, again, going into their detailed website, you can see in their detailed plan that they will become more decentralized as more people enter the network, more people start operating nodes. So they're keeping they're keeping it centralized at the start right now and then with the goal of becoming more decentralized moving forward. Now, you know, there's conflicting views on whether that will actually happen or not. People, Some people are like, you know, they're trying to take down all these tech giants and move it onto their centralized network. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, we, we have to say that we've talked about Hedera in the same way where there are advantages for keeping things centralized at the start because you can kind of make the decisions to grow such a small or new platform out. And then as it finds its footing, make it make it more decentralized, right? So it's, yeah. a, it's a tough one. Because, I mean, who, who, who are the ones who are validating the network? Who are the ones who are staking? Who are the ones who are making the decisions? Mm. Are you going to want a bunch of people who don't necessarily know the actual goal? And I think it's, to me, if I was building a decentralized platform over time, I, I would want it to be, something that is centralized, if you will, to start to kind of get it heading in the right direction. We're still so early when it comes to Web3 adoption, blockchain technology, et cetera. So 
take your time and do it correctly. Sort of the way um, Cardano's doing it, you know? Like, they're yeah. taking their time and they're, they're making sure it's all lining up properly yeah. as well. And one of the reasons why uh, ICP is doing this is because they want to replace all these traditional internet companies. They can't host their servers on like Amazon, Amazon Web Services. They can't go on AWS or Google Cloud or anything like that, Microsoft, because they're trying to replace those guys. Yeah. So they have to create their own cloud service, their own decentralized node network, which will take a while to get to. Um, so it has to be a little bit more centralized moving forward. Because that's, that's what they're claiming, right? So the internet computer is it's not a uh, traditional proof-of-stake blockchain. Mm. So it's created, and then the validator nodes just sit on big text clouds. Exactly. Right? So you're just, yeah, you're Web3, but it's on Amazon Web Services. Yeah. Well, I'm, then you have Amazon kind of controlling what's said and being done. So you're right. These guys are trying to create the infrastructure that is going to replace Amazon uh, Web Services and yep. Google Cloud, et cetera. For sure. And, you know, they're one of the only projects that has the underlying technology, or so they say, to to actually get this done. So, you know, again, you know, when we do these truths about cryptos, it seems like every single layer one blockchain you go to. We're the fastest, we're the most scalable, we're the most energy efficient. We're so when you go to the ICP website, it's the same thing. It claims to have faster transaction per second, faster finality, lower average block time, and lower energy consumption than any other blockchain in the world. Yeah. And like, stop me if I've heard this before. Yeah, I know. We have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I admire and, you know, I don't really know exactly what's going on behind the scenes, but they have these, again, going to the website, these detailed charts showing them against all the other layer ones. And it says, look, ICP, Internet Computer, Definity, we have the best technology in the world. So, you know, it, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I from what I saw, the numbers are doing 7,000 transactions per second. I think uh, Hedera is doing something like 6,000. So they might have them there. And then they also claim to be... 10,000 times more eco-friendly than Algorand. And Algorand claims to be the nice. greenest, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like carbon negative. Right. So if they are actually executing these numbers like they say they are, then, you know, they are leaps and bounds ahead of the competition. Because they, if, if it's true, they could be the most scalable blockchain there is, right? And in order to have, you know, the backing to reach these lofty goals that ICP has, you have to be the most scalable. Because if you're going to try to onboard five billion people onto your platform and all, you know, reproduce all these tech giants on your platform. It has to be almost infinitely scalable, which they say they are. Yeah. Now, one of the other um, huge advantages that they tout is the flexibility for upgrades they have on their blockchain. Right. So for a traditional blockchain, as we just saw with Ethereum, if you're going to do a massive upgrade, like you have to do, you know, this whole build up and then like there's a fork and there's different things and there's maybe some downtime and all kinds of stuff. And you see with downtime on other blockchains when they need to be upgraded, but with ICP, it's completely different because it runs under the control of this advanced DAO, which automates and decentralizes processes such as protocol upgrades. So it, it removes like the need for the insiders or the hard forks or the potential you know, failures that come with the hard forks and downtime. So we talk a lot about like future-proof smart contracts like Casper Network mm. and stuff like that. So again, when you're moving, when you're trying to replace all these tech giants, you need to have this like infinitely replaceable, upgradable, scalable blockchain. And ICP says they have that. Another thing they claim to have as well. And, and, and if so, I mean, that's, that's massive because, you know, right now there's a lot of Web2 companies and they're not necessarily making the transition to Web3 yet. I know we've seen a lot of different hacks. Um, we're seeing you know, rug pulls. You, know, you have 10,000 different projects, et cetera. So, but they claim that you c they can connect Web2 to Web3 without need, needing the use of an Oracle. 
which is going to absolutely streamline mass adoption if that's the case because it's expensive, there's a lot of legwork, different APIs, et cetera. But they claim that they can do it without oracles, which is... Yeah, that's interesting as well. Yeah. So, you know, on the surface, when you're talking about the technology, it sounds great. It sounds amazing. I mean, they're reaching for the stars and they claim to have the, you know, the fuel in the tank to back it up. So that's pretty cool. And obviously, you know, when, when we go back to the start where we talked about their team and their backing and all the experience, it seems like from the team and technology standpoint, Definity and ICP might be leaps and bounds ahead of many of the other layer ones we've ever discussed in the show. Especially if you look at it, so they have, we talk about projects, you know, some of them we look at, we're trying to find what's in their ecosystem. What, who's actually using the app? Do they have any sort of data and numbers? And, you know, on their website, they have, 81 different projects that have currently been built and actually have active users. So, for example, they have something called a DSCV, DSCVR. It's a decentralized social media. They have 175,000 users on, on it. They have another thing called Connect, K-I-N-I-C. It's a search engine. Three million users on that one. Uh, they got something called Dank. It's a decentralized bank. They got funded. It's a crowdfunding platform, 75,000. Open Chat. It's a what decentralized version of WhatsApp, 80,000. So they have 81 different projects, all with thousands upon thousands of users as well currently. Yeah. So the flip side of that is one, like signups is not active users, right? So like, you know, they could have 80,000 signups and no one's using it anymore, right? So you always have to worry, think about those numbers. They call them users. Yeah, well, so yeah, but that's the thing with tech yeah. startups. Yeah. Um, so they're not on DAP Radar. So DAP Radar is like the go-to authority for showing, not, they don't show you how many signups there are. They show you how many, Weekly active users, which, you know, a user that has logged into the website yeah. or protocol within the last week. So the fact that they're not on DAP radar kind of gives me a bit of pause. Uh, 80 projects building in their ecosystem is one of the lowest numbers we've seen out of any project we've talked about. You know, some of the ones we talk about near protocol, Avalanche, is like 300, 400, 500, right? Yeah. So their ecosystem for me is still quite early. And, you know, w we live on Twitter. No one is ever talking about these projects. No. I've never heard a single person mention any of those projects you've just mentioned. Like DeFi, you always hear because they don't have tokens. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, that's that. That is a good point. But you never hear about people doing DeFi on ICP. No, you know, they're like you know, staking protocols. You know, you always hear about DeFi on Phantom or DeFi on Near Protocol or games on Avalanche or Metaverse on uh, blah blah blah. Right? You never hear about any projects building on ICP or at least people using them. Now, that can be a pro or a con because mm. the pro side would be like, all right, it's early still because so yeah. you want to get in before the ecosystem explodes. And then the downside is like, well, yeah, they talk a big game, but they're not really backing it up with people actually not only using, but building on and improving and like talking about these projects. So that's a tricky one. Mm, it definitely is. So I think one of the big, another thing that I found as well is that they have, they've in integrated the Bitcoin network into it. Did you catch that? No, no, no I didn't see that. So Internet Computer has integrated with the Bitcoin network as a protocol level. The canister smart contracts is as, as hosts can create Bitcoin addresses as well as send and receive Bitcoin directly on the Bitcoin network. So I think that integration as well, I haven't really seen that with a lot of other projects. Interesting. Um, this means that Bitcoin can be easily and securely incorporated into DeFi and Web3 services on Internet Computer's blockchain. Right. Without having to tra trust a wrapped Bitcoin that you might see with other, right. other okay. protocols. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's interesting when you talked about going back to the ecosystem and like the social media. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a lot of the bigger, the bigger projects that I found were social media related. And that goes back to something we've talked about with other projects in mm. the past because 
ICP is so lightweight and scalable, the cost of storing data on internet computer protocol is so low. It's like, you know, a couple, a fraction of a cent per tweet or whatever, right? Mm. Whereas you could never build a decentralized social network on Ethereum because it's too slow, expensive, and clunky. We talked about DSO, right? How DSO moved from proof of work to proof of stake. So cheap, yeah. And it's, it's you know, the cost of storing a tweet on DSO is like a fraction of a cent. That's why DSO has all of these decentralized social media apps building on it. And I don't think I've ever seen a project, obviously DSO is built specifically for that. Mm. But when we do these Truth About series, I haven't seen a layer one that has a, as much of a focus on social media as ICP might have. That's true, yeah. So it is interesting, right? That decentralized WhatsApp and then the other yeah. one I mentioned previously. We haven't seen that before. No. So it's an angle that it's like, is this a competitor for DSO in that angle? Potentially, right. yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. Interesting. Yeah. So one of the things we should talk about and is one of the main critiques about <laughs> ICP is their launch yeah, <laughs> and the charts and what happened. So apparently this is what happened. Yeah. So FTX and Sam Bankman fried this was one of their first big investments and they used the FTX platform to perform a massive VC pump and dump on the token. So two days before the token launched publicly on FTX, they opened futures perpetual trading on ICP and they, through their, mischievous ways <laughs> pump the token to like four you know, to 500 bucks yeah and the market cap the fully diluted market cap at that point was nearly of ethereum's yeah everyone was and then, so everyone knew about it it's like what is this what the fuck is this icp token right and then as soon as it launched it dumped 99.9 percent down to like a dollar or whatever like that's insane yeah, yeah it's the chart looks nasty it's nasty so on the one side you can you know if, if you're for icp you would say look we know SBF is a criminal, FTX, they're a criminal enterprise. They did this to them purely to profit, and they just scapegoated them. It's not ICP's fault at all. However, if you're looking on the critical side of it, you think, really? That's quite naive to think that. You don't think that ICP profited from this as well, from their in insider trading, and would have been hand-in-hand in hand in them and doing this massive pump and dump so that they could fund their project moving forward? You know, like... Do you really think that they're all 100% innocent in this whole thing? I, I think, I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, that that is the biggest thing. And uh, so I was looking into their token distribution. Uh, their seed round was in 2017. It doesn't necessarily uh, claim who, who were those individuals, but they go, they're getting them at four cents a token. Wow. So it uh, was 100x from almost 500x or so from where it's at now. Yep. It's trading like five bucks. Yep. Um, the, so that was in 2017. Then they have a strategic round. That was in 2018. Polychain, A16, and uh, Andries, and how it's... They have a so this is where I actually kind of keep my eye on, is they have a monthly vesting over three years, starting one month after mainnet, which was May 2021. So I know all the seed, seed rounds, they have their tokens. The strategic round still don't have all their tokens yet. So they get all their tokens. Uh, that'll be 20, May 2024. Right. Um, so that's kind of what you want to look at. And then they had a private round again with more. They have Polychain, Andreessen, et cetera, at $4 mm. a token. Right. So it is so heavily venture capitalist backed. Mm. It's like absolutely incredible. Yeah. So a lot of people made a shit ton of money. Shit ton. Man, if you get four cents a token and... When it went to 500 yeah. bucks? Yeah, man. These guys are making Holy shit. millions and millions and millions of dollars millions. off this pump and dump, That's right? That's fucked. Yeah, so yeah. that in and of itself definitely is one easy critique of ICP. Unfortunately, we'll never really know what happened, but it's very clear that the Definity Foundation had a close relationship with FTX and SBF. So 
and you know we, we talk about this when we critique projects like if that if they did that what else are they doing yeah you know? exactly. like when you have such a public thing now you know they fucked everyone over maybe it wasn't their fault was it SPF's fault was it you know were they in bed with them and you know it's it's put a scar on their chart it looks fucked yeah so you have to keep that in mind when you look about icp think about investing in icp that this did happen in their past maybe it wasn't their fault and maybe they were just a victim of ftx criminal enterprise it's possible but it has to be discussed in addition to the other venture capitalists as well which yeah. we've seen now it's like if you see a, a project backed by venture capitalists yeah like solana there's probably a chance that you're gonna get dumped get on. dumped on yeah, pretty yeah. good for sure same thing we saw with arbitrum for sure so yeah i mean is there any any other main points you want to talk about? I think maybe just the fact like their total supply they got five hundred mil, uh, circulating supply is currently three hundred mil. Yep. Um, of that, fifty two percent is staked for over a year as well. So right. a lot a lot of the tokens in circulation are being staked, and uh, a a good portion of those tokens are. All I would say is like I'm personally looking for like I'll add a little bit here and there because it's down ninety nine percent. Yeah. And I love what they're attempting to do and and. If that actually occurs, you know, this thing could could do a 10x, could do a 100x. Because you look at, like, an ape coin, which is doing nothing, has mm. a higher market cap than this. Yeah. I mean, they have a really detailed roadmap on what the coming months, weeks, months, and years are for ICP. So, as I said, they're going to be gradually making it more decentralized. They're um, expanding the ecosystem. They've got, they have some really interesting partnerships that I think could drive, like, a lot more users and stuff like that. They plan to... So you mentioned the interoperability with Bitcoin. They have plans to become interoperable with all kinds of different layer ones. Um, you know, as I, as I mentioned before, it's being consistently upgraded without the need for hard forks. There's all kinds of things that you can really go to, the, honestly, go to their website. They've got a shit ton of information on there that can really familiarize yourself with one of the more technical projects out there. But, you know, what is the truth about ICP? It's probably one of the most ambitious projects we've ever seen. Mm. Um, for me, it's definitely on, firmly on my watch list. I mean, you do start to see people talk about it more than they really, I mean, it takes a while for the stigma of that failed launch and pump and dump to go away. Sure, yeah. And now I think, you know, people are forgetting about that a little bit. Yeah. So you do start to see ICP on Twitter a little bit more than you, than you did before. And, you know, we want to find projects that have not reached their all-time high in the last bull run, which may never reach their all-time high again. We're looking for ones in the pits, right? Ones that have never really pumped before. ICP, yeah. Casper Labs, these kind of projects that have never really had a pump, those could be the projects that pump in the next bull run. So I wouldn't say it's in my top five or ten, but it's it's right there. Like I think it's it shows a lot of potential just because of what their goals are and, and the team and the technology. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm I'm watching the the distribution of the tokens. I you know, there's another year before they finally have them all. That could be an interesting moment in time. Yeah. Um, especially as you, if, if this Bitcoin halving cycle happens to work out a, a, a again and we see another uh, bull run. So that would time up quite well as well. Uh, and this is a token that's down 98.9% from its all time high. Yeah. Like, I don't hate ICP. I don't love, love it. I kind of like it. Yeah. So it's on my watch list. I put it somewhere in the, you know, the upper middle. Me too. So, yeah, too. look, uh, you know, if you guys, if we missed anything important about ICP, let us know in the comments. And if, if you have a, a really a favorite project, you know, a mid or a large cap altcoin that you want us to do a truth about, a deep dive into, leave it in the comments. And if it gets a lot of likes, we'll put it on the list. Hey, and then make sure you tune to the next episode. That one is going to be a banger.
All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Thank you.